Hello. Hi. <laughs> I think you're too far away. Am I? Is no, that better? I th- you can pull the. Oh, I can the, pull the whole, to me. Like the whole thing. Oh, oh so you look can like at lean, that. lean back and like enjoy the ride. Look at that. I'm learning along with all of you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. It's been a good week. It has been a good week. What'd you do? I. What did I do this week? I saw two movies. What'd you see? I saw. Um, the Mr. Rogers movie, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, <gasps> yeah. sobbed my eyes out. I was completely alone. <laughs> and then I went and saw Jojo Rabbit. Oh, was that good? It was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Oh, really? It wow. was very funny. Everyone was so well acted. Honestly, the only movie I've ever liked Rebel Wilson in. Oh, She really? was hilarious in it. And like not, well, she was over the top, but it worked for that movie. Yeah. But I loved it. And the little boy was so cute. What about you? How was your week? It was good. Well, we, then you saw three movies this week. Oh, my God. I, did, I did see three movies this week. <laughs> I, I gave a lot of my money to movies this week. Because you just, just get A-list. I know. But this is not an ad for A-list, but, but I have I A-list. But there isn't one near my house. Oh, well, that, no. I have Alamo then. Draft House, which is magic. What is that? They serve you, like, food and drinks to <gasps> your table, but not, like, movie food. Like, what I got, it, like, oh, a like soba a noodle food. bowl. Oh. Yeah. And, like, I got a mug of tea when I watched Mr. Rogers. What, like, what kind of seats do they have? Um, They don't lean back all the way, but they are comfy. But there's a table in the middle, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. Anyways, hi! I'm hi. T. Boyich. I'm Brooke Uppelser. This is the Dear Me, Love, Love Me podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. Week two. Week two. Man, I feel like it's, like, when you start something, you're like, I'm going to do this, and then you do it once. And then we never like, do it again. But then I feel like once you do it again... Then you just you just do it again and again and again. Yeah, you guys are stuck with us even if you don't like it. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll like it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. How was your week? I didn't even ask you. Oh, it was good. We had a holiday potluck on Sunday, which Love was it. really fun with all of our friends in Brooklyn. It was mine and Michael's like two year meet anniversary oh, because we met at a party in Brooklyn, yay. and I like didn't even realize it, but we were like in the same vicinity that we were at when we met, and but oh. I didn't realize that until the day after, and I was like, oh, we were in the same like neighborhood that we met two years ago that's so, so cute well yeah. happy to your meetiversary oh thanks i know it's crazy and now do you ever like look around at your apartment and think you two have a fully formed life now that wasn't I know. there that wasn't there As, and it, it's hard to picture it is hard to picture and i he listened to part of the uh, the podcast because he wanted to hear mm-hmm. what it, what we were uh doing and he got through to the part where we were reading about my life wanting to marry every man that I had met <laughs> and he goes like before I said anything oops, before he before I said I was crazy myself he goes bitch you crazy and like, and then I, I said know. I and then immediately after that I go I'm a crazy bitch yeah and so oh like, he said but you like mean it with me right like, oh you're like yeah, yeah yeah I do we live together and have a dog I totally mean it with I you. totally mean it and I'm not 21 exactly that's what I said. I said, maybe if I met you at 18, I would have been like, well, we're going to get married. And then we wouldn't be together. Right. But we met at the point where we were both like, oh. Adults. This is, we we can do this together. Oh, it's the best. I know. This week we're doing social media. Yes. And we are, we wrote letters to our past selves about what we wish we knew before entering the realm of social media. Mm. And, um. Did you talk about just negative or did you talk about anything positive? I talked a little bit about positive. I talked about things that I wish I knew, but then also the type of person 
I want my younger self to be online. Oh, okay. So, oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. I just like shit on oh, social it's- media. <laughs> but, but I mean, I tried. I did some positives. There's some positive sprinkles That's literally why I did it because I was like, God, this is just me shitting on social media and it does have positive outlooks. But maybe we can do that another week the yeah. positive side of social media that's true we can do or you know we, we'll talk about the positive side this week too yeah because there are positives but yeah. when I was I was trying to find some information about social media and like the stuff it does to your brain oh you've done so much more research than me oh, but it was today that's, ah. I, I'm not saying that I did this a week ago I said I'm doing that I was doing this today so I was looking up interviews and there is not a single like solitary article saying the positives of social media mm-hmm. it, it says it either it highlights some of the negatives and then it's like but here's seven good things about it ah, but it's uh it's not purely really. there's no pure positive because it's a poison it's poison it's poison can I, you go first yeah because i think you went first last yeah, week right so i'll go first perfect okay right. this is tease letter this is tease letter dear me Let's talk about social media. You grew up with it in a way quite unlike any other generations. Your generation is the first to have constant access to each other. Mm -hmm. And in that way, it was a lot like the Wild West. There weren't rulers or proper understanding of it. Rules, sorry, rulers, (laughs) like kings and queens. (laughs) There weren't rules or proper understandings of it. Parents weren't aware online bullying was a thing. You were bombarded with information and often felt like you weren't enough before the lives you were seeing online. I vividly remember the first time you were bullied online. It was back in the world of AIM and MySpace. AIM, what up? And someone had an away message clearly about you. Are you sure they didn't percentage N you? I don't know. They might have, but it was clearly about like a fight we were in. Oh, but it, so it was like targeted to you. It wasn't yeah, like, it was it like, like a, oh, what was your shorty girl? No, it was like a song lyric or a quote. And I was like, I'm not an idiot. Super passive aggressive. Right. Like the most passive aggressive. Oh gosh. Okay. The sting from that was like a burning, hot, raw, open wound. You were so embarrassed and felt so exposed and you'd hope you would never feel that way again, but you did constantly. As the world of technology grew, so did people's ability to bully others using it. In your high school, your in high school, your friends took you out of their top eights collectively to let you know you were no longer and no longer welcome in their circle. Top top eight. eight. They all did it at once. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah. You were like totally. Well, I was done. You were oh, done. and it gets worse. Go for it. Oh man, it gets worse. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. And posted and posted pictures on Facebook of, of them all at the fall carnival without you. Those bitches. Those bitches. This was right before they laughed and told you that you, there was no room at the table the next day at lunch. You were so I mean was, girl. They were, I almost transferred schools. We'll get into <gasps> that in the bullying one, but like, yeah. Oh my God. Well, fuck you bitches if mm-hmm. you're listening now. I don't know you, but. They probably are. Some of them view my story. Really? Mm-hmm. None of them follow me. How does me, that feel? I oh, always, wait, none of them follow none me, of them but follow they me, but they search you yep. out to do that. I mm-hmm. love when people do that. I'm always just laughing. I'm like, hope you enjoy pictures of me and my dog. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the table you had been sitting at for two years. You didn't, you didn't know what you had done, but the message was clear. You weren't welcome anymore in their lives. In college, it took its form in a hashtag people used about you while you were saying in class. I'm sorry. There was a hashtag? Mm-hmm. What was it? It was something along the lines of like get off your high horse blonde bitch or something. That's too long to be. It a was hashtag. it was something along those lines, something but it was long. like clearly. That's... 
Well, it was in the time of like everyone using hashtags for, oh, for every sentence yeah. as comedy because yeah. nobody knows how to be ding, comedic ding. except for unless they used hashtags. That's fucking right. <laughs> well, fuck those bitches as well. I'm sorry. They probably do listen to this. And honestly, they sorry. probably are friends with them on Facebook and on Instagram yep, still. Sorry. So fuck you for doing that. Um, let's see. And brutal anonymous 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 and brutal anonymous Tumblr questions about how untalented and fat you were. Oh my God! Fuck anonymous. That was a poison that should have never been allowed. That was bad. I I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember. We had conversations about that in college too, because I was going through as that. That you were. And how you should just kill yourself and make everyone happier. Whoever fucking said that, mm-hmm. honestly, needs to reevaluate their yeah, lives they now. Are, they have so much shit. They need to reevaluate their lives right now. I don't yep. care if they did it in the past. Like, like you have reevaluated. Issues. You did You need that. to do it again. You need yeah. to reevaluate your life again. And these events felt as personal as if they had happened right in front of you. Because that's the catch of online bullying. It takes much less courage from the person doing the bullying and has the exact same outcome to the victim. And I wish you could understand that online bullying is the most cowardly form of bullying around. And that those who do do it are weak, spineless people who are hurting more than you understand. They hide behind the safety of their screens. And honestly, you are allowed to block unfollow people that you see in your classes. Who gives a shit? It's so tempting to want to know what they are doing, but your mental health isn't worth it. And if you're in a position where you have people you can talk, and if you're in a position where you have people to talk to, tell someone, tell your teachers, your parents, your bosses, you do not have to take that lying down. That's so true. Yeah. You shouldn't have to take anything lying down. And the thing is, I know that it's much more, people are more aware of it now that online bullying is so prevalent, but in back, you know, gosh 10 years ago 15 years ago when it was just starting up yeah our parents didn't know shit about the nothing did you see the movie cyberbully yes abc family with emily osmond yep it is honestly i remember seeing it being like oh emily osmond she was in hannah montana whatever everyone says i look like her it's fine so (laughs) i I watched the movie and i was like this is unreal yeah amazing yeah it was great it was great and it just shows how something so small and minuscule mm-hmm. of a thing can make you feel like the world is ending, especially Absolutely. at that age. Well, because at that age, at your young developmental ages, everything that's happen- happening to you is the most ridiculous thing. It's so important that you've ever gone through because you've never experienced it before. Because you were a baby. You, you were, were a baby. child. And you, yeah, and like your brain's not developed all the way. And then you have people sending you things like you should kill yourself. Like it's mind-blowing to me. Maybe it's just because I watched Mr. Rogers this week. It's mind-blowing to me that people can be that mean and hurtful for no reason. Right. Like, it, it's absolutely mind-blowing to me. I but. don't you know. I don't understand it either. Mm-mm. And it, it takes a lot for someone. But, I mean, it takes a lot for somebody to say that to your face. Yeah. But it takes nothing it takes for nothing. them to say it on, like, an anonymous Tumblr question. Right. Because then there's no repercussions for them. Absolutely. And that's... That's what pisses me off most about online bullying is that there are ways people can do it and have no repercussions. Exactly. And I know a lot of schools in place or have systems in place now to help curb online bullying and Mm -hmm. all that. But um, I don't know. Those kids really need help. 
Speaking of mental health, take breaks. You're almost 30 now and you only have an Instagram and a Facebook with a fake name and only following your family. That's correct. You don't, you're not even friends with me anymore. No, I literally, I follow only people that I am related to by marriage or blood and I have not posted on it in probably over a year. I think that's in there. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's the next sentence. Yeah. You also haven't (laughs) posted on it in almost a full year. (laughs) So I literally only have an Instagram. Yeah, that's true. I can tell you that the ability to get your head out of your phone for a few days a month is a game changer. Start that young, develop a healthy relationship with social media in a world where it's all encompassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. Just take two days a month, three days a month in a row and like delete Instagram or Reddit or Tumblr or Twitter off your phone and just give yourself a break. Yeah. I, when I first moved to New York, I deleted everything. I remember that. Mm -hmm. You completely deleted everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. To a point where I had somebody who we went to school with text me and ask me, did you delete me? I'm so sorry. What did I do? Oh, that's and so I was like, weird that that's that I, for one, I was like, I can't believe you have the balls to text me because like, congratulations right. for having those right. balls. Like, like, and you want to know what you did wrong. Exactly. But I mean, she did nothing went wrong. Really? Right. Cause but I like, deleted everything. Wow. Yeah. But also like how sad to be like, did I do something? Did I do something wrong? That you did a passive aggressive deletion of me? Like, no. No, I just don't. It's not that deep. Even if I, even if I did delete you, it's just just because it's probably because I'm jealous. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's probably because I'm jealous of you and I just don't want that for myself. Right. I don't want to have like staring at all your success. And at your success. God, social media is so weird. (laughs) I'm like, I love you, but I don't want to stare at your success. Right. Okay. I, I support you and I love you, but and I'm happy for you. Don't want to stare at it all day. Or in the mornings when I first wake up and don't get out of bed for 20 minutes. And just scroll and scroll and scroll. Ugh. Understand that what you see on social media isn't real life. Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. It's carefully curated snippets of people's lives. It is also an algorithm mm-hmm. of craziness. It's only what they want you to see. And in that regards, it's not real at all. These celebrities and influencers are lying to you. You are a consumer for their product, even if that product is themselves. Their lives and themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. You're buying into it. Right. Like you're seeing, and I'm guilty of this too. I try Mm -hmm. not to be, but I will film stories and then be like, that's stupid and delete it. And then be like, that would have been a really honest. Open thing. Like thing into my life. And I'm worried about what other people think, but it's not real. I know. Mm. Don't hold yourself to a standard you see created by a total stranger. It's not fair to compare your life to someone who is showing you only the best highlights of theirs. You're bound to be upset. That's totally true. Yeah. And also that's true in relationships as well. Yeah. Because I remember when I first started dating Michael, Mm -hmm. he doesn't post on social media. Right. Ever. The only post he has posted on Facebook in the last two three years is of him and Nessie oh and that's it I'm like I feel I should feel bad about that about myself I don't because I know that's who he is right when we first started dating and I got back social media yeah I was I was posting pictures of him and all this stuff and he wasn't posting anything of me and I was almost hurt yeah why aren't you aren't you proud to be with me and then I thought about my I was that is the dumbest thought why like how does he treat me when we're alone that's what's important when we're together and we are together alone and with our friends how does he treat me right I I always found that people that post constantly about their relationships mm-hmm. when they do it for show it means that something's lacking at the, the core of the relationship mm-hmm. yeah and oh, so I was sure. always just like no I, Dave and I 
we have a tradition where we give each other an ornament each year to mm-hmm. decorate our tree is something that happened the year before. That's the only thing we give, only tradition we have. We're very lazy. But this year he took me on a date to make our own. And he was like, I took a picture and he's like, are you going to post it? And I was like, no, I kind of just want to keep it for us. Yeah. Like, and you can do that. I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely something lacking in the relationship. And mm-hmm. when somebody is constantly just post, 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 post about their significant other. Yep. And and it goes both ways too. It's not just women. Yeah. Men do it too. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's a pissing contest it for men. It so is. It so is. And women too. It's a pissing yeah. contest. It's like, look how good my life is, period. That's all of social media. Yes. When you're shoving it down my throat, it's Constantly. because something is wrong. Yeah. That and stop putting concerts in your stories. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, I can't hear your concert. I can't see shit. Don't post it in your story. Oh man. I, Grace and I, uh, our friend Grace went to um, Mumford and Sons last year, Ugh. and it's it's a bucket list concert for my whole family. Where Mumford and Mumford and Son is the only thing we can agree on for music, <laughs> and so I Facetimed every single one of my Facetimed my mom, my sister, and my brother so they could experience That's it fan- with me. See? That's great. <laughs> like, That's I like, fantastic. I like you, I, I don't care who else experiences right. it with me. I'm going to FaceTime you so right. you can experience it with right. me. And like, that's totally acceptable. I'm yes. just telling everybody that if you post concert, like a full concert in your story, all of your followers are just quick tapping through that. No one's actually listening no, to nobody's it. Watching. No one's watching it. Don't do it. I don't, I don't watch a lot of people's stories. No. If you're, if you're sitting with your phone like this, I have my phone up and you're just, con- you're just talking um, for for maybe three more than three uh, little yeah. snippets. You're like, forget it. I'm done. Yeah, nope. I'm done. No matter how much I love you. Yeah, no. I could love you to pieces. And, and like I, I was guilty of that when I first started getting like a little bit of a following, and then I was like, this is stupid. Nobody gives a shit. And then I stopped. <laughs> and this is why we do a podcast. So you have to sit here and listen to us. Yeah, and not see our faces. Suck it. Suck it. You can Idiots. also fast forward. Just kidding. I love you all. <laughs> Michael said he only listens to podcasts on. Um, Fast forward time and a half. He said, you need to figure oh. out how to, uh, what you guys sound like fast forward at a time and oh. a half because I won't listen to it if you sound like chipmunks. <laughs> so we should just sound like this. This is, this is, this is the podcast. Michael, Michael hello. <laughs> it probably sounds great on time and a it half. It probably does. Okay. Almost every photo you see is photoshopped. I talked about this too. Mm-hmm. Or altered in some way. The normal human doesn't develop a body like the Kardashians without help from either technological advancements or medical adjustments. That's true. You just don't. You don't. Like nobody looks like that without a lot of help. A lot of help. And the That's- fact that they don't own up to it pisses me off to no regard. Same. Like when Kylie did her lip injections oh, and God. then took them out. And she like, I was like, I, n- I never had lip injections. Like, yeah, you fucking did. At least be honest. If that makes you feel good, awesome. If it makes you happy, it makes you happy. Fucking go for it. But don't lie about it to all these young, impressionable kids following exactly. you. Ugh. And it's not even, it's not like I I have the right to know about her like right. lip injections. Right. It's her young followers and yep. fans who think that they're not good enough because, because of that, because their, their well, lips don't look like that. Their body doesn't look like that. And I, exactly. And I think in a situation like the Kardashians who make their living selling themselves, mm-hmm. people deserve to know the truth about what we're quote unquote buying. Right. Exactly. It drives me if nuts. You're, if you are your own brand. Yeah. Please at least have a disclaimer, a very small yes. at the bottom or, or talk really fast and say, this is the side effects to or what I'm Or just be doing. like, be, if you Kim Kardashian, be like, I got butt implants and I love my butt now. I'd be like, 
Great. Cool. Great. Glad you're happy. So glad, glad you were honest. Happy. But don't pretend that it's natural. Right. Don't assume you have to have that body to be attractive. Mm-hmm. This has changed recently, and lots of body positive blogs and Instagram are out there, which is amazing. That's true. Yeah, there are a, a lot bunch of them are really, really good. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see bigger, curvier yep. women, even even not even bigger, curvier, even Just the like girls who are, have, have no boobs, no butt. Yeah. It's tiny. It's, it doesn't matter. And then there's the, the happy in-between people right. who, too, have beautiful blogs and Instagrams yeah. and body positive and stuff. Did you see that Lizzo is a time uh, entertainer Lizzo. of the I year? saw that. I fucking love her. She had a quote that I, I was never really into that type of music. I was, I, I really liked folk and indie and, That's and how, whatever. Yeah, we're the same. Yeah. That. And I fucking love Lizzo. And she had a quote that said, I'm not trying to sell you me. I'm trying to sell you, you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I I'd follow this bitch off a cliff. Like I Everybody love her. Would. Yeah, I think, she's amazing. I feel like that's why she's found she not not that she's found so much success because of that. I'm really happy that her song you know took off and yeah. that she can take this success right. and turn it into this, which is I'm selling you you. Yes, and like a you, positive message. She has this platform and she's using it positively. So which is exactly why she's notice. Entertainer of the Year. Oh, I love it. Times Entertainer of the Year. Let's see. Um, your body is beautiful and awesome and has the ability to do such amazing things like run races and climb trees and play soccer and everything else you ask it. Your body may be able to do that. Mine may not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for That's you. Fair. That your body can do that for you. <laughs> not anymore. I got knee problems. I got hip problems. But at 18, at 15. It's true. I was. It's true. I mean, I, I talked about, you know, smart. I was an ice skater and I did all that right. stuff. But man, oh, I, the older I, we get, my body's like, you want to do a box jump? That's cute. That's Enjoy knee pain for two days. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> I have never even attempted a box jump. So you're already 10 uh, steps One day I'm going to make you work out with me and it's going to be great. You're going to see... You're going to see me cry. You're going to see how out of shape I am. And um, oh. I get winded very fast. I get winded going up my stairs. It's fine. <laughs> This is why I moved into an elevator building. <laughs> I'm not. I'm on a fifth floor walk up. Be kind to it. Say kind things to yourself about it. If you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it about yourself. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You're allowed allowed control over your own social media presence. You are allowed to say whatever you want and post whatever you want. That being said, I've always followed the rule. If my grandma wouldn't want to see it or read it, I don't think I'll post it. And it hasn't led me astray so far. That's very true. Yeah, my mom told me that. My mom told me that too. Yeah. She's like, if you wouldn't say it out loud at a family function, don't. Yep. Don't post it. And I was always like, what? But I have so many good thoughts in my head that I'm going to tweet. Right. But that can bite you in the ass. Oh, it sure can. But the nice thing is, is that my Twitter glitched and all my tweets from before 2014 <gasps> are gone. Oh, that's magic. It's so that, magical. I don't think that was a glitch. I think that was some 28-year-old at Twitter that was like, I'm going I'm to help t- every person that didn't know how to use the internet before. Yes. And just wipe them all out. Yep. They oh. helped me, whoever it was. So thank you to that person. But that's true. If you wouldn't say it out loud, don't post it. Just don't post it. Yeah. No, also, if you wouldn't say it out loud, then why would anybody care to know what you... Exactly. If it's not coming out of your mouth, then what is And here's the thing. If you would say those things in front of your grandma, awesome. Okay. Go for it. But like, I have followed that rule and it has not let me down. That's... Yes. <laughs> um, 
future employers will be able to see everything you've ever posted or said. If it's on the internet, it's there forever, period. So be smart with what you post, except for unless you have except a friend, a, a, a Twitter, Twitter friend who, who will, will delete, delete it all. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like it's always, angel. everything is always out there. It can be found. I mean, look at now all the pictures popping up from politicians from oh, yeah, their sure. childhood. I got a burp. I didn't do it in the mic because mm-hmm. okay. you know you would get a message from someone being like that was so gross. so gross but you have to listen to me drink my coffee the whole time so whatever um but yeah like it's anything you post is there forever so just be smart mm-hmm. think twice before you click post exactly that's it yeah the internet can be a scary dark place but but it can be equally as amazing you will find people that resonate with you and what you believe in that being said make sure that you're the kind of person pumping more good into the internet than bad make what you post and make what you post and comment truthful kind and helpful i will say that i'm proud you've never photoshopped a single picture you've taken you've striven to always tell the truth the good and the bad you've learned to take healthy breaks from social media when needed and you're well aware that almost all of social media is fake. Is, is fake, fake as shit? Fake as shit. Fake as shit. So you're doing all right. Hang in there, little T. Love me. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it little is like, tea. that's the thing is it, as much as I've just shat on the internet for 30 minutes, it's, it can also be an incredible, incredible place. But the only way it can continue to do that is mm-hmm. if everyone makes the decision to only put in the positive. Right. And not respond to negativity with negativity. Mm-hmm. You can't fight fire with fire. So, and that's mostly for me on Reddit because you are anonymous on Reddit and it's easy to get into like fights with people and you just have to be kind and not an asshole. Like just put, yeah. put more good into the internet. Good. Good. Put more good into the internet than bad. I'm not on Reddit. Reddit's great. Reddit's my downfall. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> what, what, what do you like about Reddit? Oh, all the different subreddits. Like one of them is like, it, it can have everything from politics to children falling over. Just videos of children falling, which I find very funny. And I love kids, but they are not coordinated. No. Um, there's one called like tippy taps when animals get too excited and tippy tap. But then there's one oh, called yeah. human tippy taps where like people get too excited and can't contain it. Um, I really like Reddit because you can also j- like personalize what your page, your feed oh, okay. looks like based on what you're interested in. So. All right, let's let's move on to yours. Okay, so there's they're very short bullet Perfect, points, but mine we was can really long, but we can uh, kind of talk about the bullet points. Perfect. Okay. All right, let's see this. Dear Brooke, oh how I wish I could transport myself back to where you are now, a time without smartphones and social media is just a small baby concept. What you are about to encounter is the abusive and manipulative relationship that the world now shares together. You love it, you hate it, you want to leave it, but it just sucks you right back in if you do. When it's good, it's great. When it's bad, it is truly very ugly. What allows us to see the world also hinders to us the confines of a screen. You will fall prey to it. And honestly, I don't really know I don't really know what we can do to stop it. But I am here to give you bits of info on things I wish I had known before entering the world of social media. I'm going to try and be fair and highlight just as much good as I do the bad. That was a very nice intro. Thank you. When you are on any form of social media sites, you will constantly feel the urge to compare yourself to others. Yes. Yeah. That's with like influencers as much as I, you know, I, I love seeing people I know be influencers mm-hmm. because I know their lives and that's why I, right. and I, I feel like more of a connection to them because I know them personally. Right. 
So when I see them posting stuff, I'm like, oh, I do know you went there and you had a really good time because we talked about it. Yeah. Not just because I saw you post about it online. It's because we talked about it. Right. And you let me in on how you're feeling about it and all yes. that. But that's true. The The downfall of human nature is comparison, but that's all we do constantly. We compare yes. ourselves to each other and, and, you know, she's engaged and I'm not and, and she has a better job than me and he has more money than me and, and, and it's never ending. It's keeping yeah. up with the Joneses, but constantly. And I felt it today too. Like I will be completely honest. I was mm-hmm. watching, I was scrolling through Instagram stories uh-huh. and there's a girl who I worked with over at Disney mm-hmm. and now she does a different character, which is like a character I always wanted to oh. do. And so she gets to do the castle lighting and everything. And oh. she looks so good. Right. She looks so good. And I'm, I am green yeah. with envy. Yeah. I am green. And honestly, it, it upset me. Yeah. I was like, what if I stayed and I could have done right. that? And, you're and then go I'm like, all the what ifs, and all the what ifs, all the what ifs, which I had not thought of in so long. And so I just like, I know this, like I feel this because I watched that story. Right. And it made so you it just feel, made me feel negative. Terrible. Made me feel really good for her, but yep. then at the same time made me feel really bad about myself. Yeah. It's really hard to, I think, especially in this generation and this, this time in our lives to, to have to constantly remind ourselves that. Someone else's success is not your failure, but it sure as hell feels like it sometimes. Oh, it feels like it. You know, and unfortunately, like Instagram just does that constantly. It's hard not to. Yeah. Well, I think you're fucking great. Oh, thank you. I mean, I know I'm on my right path. I understand. I know what I'm doing is right. It just, I wanted to be honest and say that I felt green with envy. Yeah, and it sucked. somebody's story. I feel that all the time. Like when people are like, I was cast in this, I was cast in that, and I'm going to three or four auditions a day or, you know, five a week and getting to the final rounds for Broadway shows and then Nothing. nothing. And it's, and you're excited for your friends, but at the same time, you're like, fucking hell, I just feel like I'm kicked when I'm down. But And also with that too, it's not something that you can like, say to your friends like oh I was in the final round right. I was in this because because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and because you you don't have that end right. game to show for it you, right like I'm so proud of you to getting the end to a bunch of different yeah. things but it's that end game that you're right. waiting for that you feel like because with people on Instagram you only see the end right. game you don't, you don't see don't how many see auditions how many they went to exactly you right don't see how many auditions they went to you don't hear how many notes they got you just see the end game yep and it sucks sometimes it sucks Ugh. All right. You will actually meet some of your very best friends online. They are incredible, like-minded people and will love you for a very long time. Yes. Yeah. When I was on Tumblr, I met these amazing people from the Disney community that I would not have met any other place. Yeah. And uh, one lives in California now and I still talk to him and his wife. And then um, my friend Hannah lives here in New York. And my friend Melanie um, lives in Atlanta and she's a flight attendant now. But like, we, awesome. we all still talk. Yeah. And we met only because of Tumblr. Yeah. And, and I think that's an incredible, incredible thing because it can bring you these incredible, genuine connections genuine with people that you would have never encountered ever. It, it makes the world very big. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like there are some people that have messaged me on Instagram that I have a little bit of a rapport with and will chat with and they'll mm-hmm. ask me questions about their life because they're younger than me and... I had a friend say like, wow, you really just like message back a lot of people. And I was like, well, I'm here to help. I'm here to give advice and I'm happy to help them. Like that never bothers me. And it does give you some nice connections. It does. Yeah. All right. People's lives that they post are not actually real. Yeah. It is what they want you to perceive to be true. It is all a race that can, that can truly never be one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's, you're, it's just, everyone's trying to look the best and 
everyone is failing because of it. Right. <laughs> like there's there's no winning. And people are paying money for this. Yeah. It's like some people I know who are um, either influencers or attempting to become influencers are paying people to oh, yeah. either take pictures of them. Oh, yeah. To do like even Hair ads. and makeup and ads. and Ads for companies who are taking advantage. I've, I've realized this with my dog's Instagram. <laughs> so Nessie has her own little Instagram. It's at, not, at Loch Ness Doodle if you want oh. to follow her because she's very cute. Um Companies will message me about partnering, quote unquote, uh, and like we'll send you something if you post it on your your Instagram. And I think like, oh sure, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't need to make money yeah. from her. So I was like, yeah, if you send me something, I'll post it. Yeah. And they go, oh no no no, we're gonna give you like twenty percent off. Yeah, I get a lot of those you too. To buy something from our website, and then right. you share that code. And I said, I was like, no, no, I was like, I, that is one free advertising for you. Yep. And you're getting my money. Not that's not nope. how this works. And right. they're like, well, you're we're gonna post that picture of your dog. You'll get exposure. Exposure. Exposure doesn't no. fucking pay the bills. Exactly. It actually like takes from your bank yeah. account. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's oh, crap. I hate that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You get to see and follow the lives of the people you meet. And this is both a good thing and a bad thing. I don't need to know that your marriage is having problems, but I do want to know what your dog did today. That's fucking right. <laughs> That's right. I'm I don't need to know your whole life. Mm-mm. Show me cute things. You got a cute kid? I'll watch videos of him all day. Fine. Yeah. I don't need to know about your dog or your, right. or your your marriage. Right. Like if it's failing or what they did. There's, That's fair. There's people who I should not know what is going on in their Ugh. marriage, but I do know. Right. Like why are you telling literal strangers? Everything. Everything. Or... The thing is, that's such the other extreme because there are people that tell you only what they want to see, but then there are people that tell you everything. And like, you have to find a nice medium of like, I'm going to be truthful, but there are things that should remain with the person I'm struggling with them. Well, social media makes me very, like that concept of it makes me very hypocritical because I think, oh, I want to see, I, this is just the good parts of your life. Yeah. But when I see the bad, like your failed marriage, I I, I don't want to see that. Right. There has to be a middle ground. There has ground to be a middle ground. And I don't know it. So I'm not, t- I'm I'm not still saying trying I know to find it. the middle ground. No one does. I don't think anybody does. We're all working on it. <laughs> just try your hardest. All right. Photoshop is no longer just for the magazines. People use it and facetune on photos to put their, quote, best foot forward. Except the foot is photoshopped. And it looks like a shiny hot dog with overly white teeth and an unattainable wrist. This is, or unattainable waste. waste. I have two little bumps on my head, like one on my forehead, like a little dot and one near my eye. And I had people ask me before online, like, why haven't you gotten those removed? Blah, blah, blah. I know. People are stupid. Why haven't you gotten them removed? Or you could edit those out. And I was like, no. They're they're part of my face. I'm not going to hide that so that you think I look better in a fucking picture. Right. And also, like. I tried once to like post a selfie. I can't do selfies. I tried once. I took probably 900. Yep. Looked like a fucking psycho in 99%. And one of those, I was like, I guess that works. And I felt bad leaving the situation that I went going into it. Like just on, on Reddit, there's a subreddit called Instagram Reality. Oh, man. And it's just people who find people that have Photoshop pictures. Oh, no. Like, um, was it Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? I can't remember which one. It was Cardi B just posted one. And the curtain to her waist, like she's behind this curtain, is so warped. Oh, God. So warped that you're like, oh, you really did that. And then thought that that looked okay to post. Oh, no. And it, like, don't Photoshop yourself. But yeah, everyone I know uses Facetune. And I like, I understand, like, I, right now in my life, I do not like photos taken of me. And I don't like posting pictures. Yeah. So I understand the want to be able to share something and 
maybe fix that thing about yourself that you are uncomfortable with. But right now it's just, that's your reality and you need to change it in reality, not in your pictures. Right. Like it's so much easier to use a blurring tool online and that makes you feel better in the moment. But there's something to be said about presenting yourself to the world as you are Mm -hmm. that I think takes a lot of courage in this day and age just to be like, this is who it is. This is what I look like. And the people that love me, love me. Yeah. Even the people who are, you know, quote unquote, vulnerable and showing the real me. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they're not showing you the yep. real me. They're yeah. showing you the curated version yep. of themselves to suck you in. The 900 their... selfies they took. Mm-hmm. The best of those 900. Yeah. Like, so it's... I mean, I'm not going to post a picture like this, like it, right, to show like you the real me. But I'm also not going to give your give myself these unattainable standards to try to live up to because of Facetune or Photoshop. And the thing is like Instagram can be so incredibly creative. I love seeing people's pictures of landscapes and, and trips and cool things they can do like, you know, swing from hoops and all that. But I don't know. I never really got on the selfie train. I, I, yeah, that's true. You don't take selfies. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a selfie person. I take them, but then I just like, like you said, I'm like, I don't really, Very rarely do I take a selfie. I think I have maybe one on my I took a lot Instagram. of selfies in college. My paper, we did paper plate awards, you know, in college. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. My paper plate award was uh, to give away to somebody was Brooks, do you want to take a selfie <laughs> uh, award? And it was a picture of all the oh. girl's selfies that she had taken and all mine on the bottom. Oh, my God. And I put them in her plate. It was really That's cute. That's fantastic. It was really cute. And I, that was me self-deprecating saying. Like, I know I'm being. I know I'm being vain. And See, then, as long as you can do that. Yeah. Then, like, you're fine. As long as you can be like, I know I'm being ridiculous. I'm being ridiculous right now. And I'm being vain. Because there are times when I post things that I was like, I posted a very Instagrammy photo in front of like a blue wall and I and I even put in the comment like I know I sound like an asshole but I looked cute in this picture so fuck it like yeah. I posed for this it was uncomfortable Dave laughed at me because I kept running away whenever anyone would walk by but sometimes you just gotta live your life live your truth live your truth all right let's see Facebook and other social media sites were created to consume your time literally Brooke has quotes from interview to okay. share Okay. Okay. This is this is the one bit of research that I yeah. did when I I talked about um, seeing the positives and negative negatives of of social media. Yeah. And I actually found this interview with Sean Parker. Mm-hmm. He was the um, president of Facebook and former president of Facebook, and he also created Napster. Oh. Now this is from um, Axios. He did an interview with Axios. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what it's called in 2017. And he said this about the creation and of Facebook and platforms that are like Facebook. Okay. So it says, he said, how do we consume as much as your time and conscious, conscious attention as possible? And that means that we need to sort of give you a little dopamine hit every once in a while because mm-hmm. someone liked or commented on a photo or a post or whatever. And that's going to get you to contribute more content and that's going to get you more likes and comments it's a social validation feedback loop and it's exactly the kind of thing a hacker like myself would come up with because you're exploiting a vulnerability in human psychology the inventors slash creators understood this consciously and we did it anyway yeah yeah i mean that's so true though they did it anyway they did it anyways and and think about how much time you spend mindlessly on your phone how much time you spend on this screen rather than above right and like the so I have an iPhone and I get like screen reports weekly Mm -hmm. and every time I get one I'm like how the fuck did I spend 
five hours a day I, on my phone staring at my phone and I know that I watch a lot of Netflix on my phone and I use it for TV and stuff but still like that's too much too much and I can guarantee you that successful people don't spend that much time on their phones right they're doing other thing other things with that time mm-hmm. and I think that's something I need to get better at like I need to really like stop with my phone they created a drug they did they create it's like you have a scientific response to to the, the immediate like, gratification right Ugh. so the fact that he said we did it we knew that that was going to happen consciously and right. we did it anyway anyway they did it because they get a good outcome they get they, they get don't actually care about us no. they care about the money they care about the money they don't care they, then i was looking up stuff maybe if mark zuckerberg said something mm-hmm. along those lines and i found an um he was presenting at some university and he was saying look at all the good it's doing it's giving uh, a group of air force moms uh community and i talk about that that is a great thing about yeah. social media but that is not why it was created it was Correct. created for this these people to make money right like there we as a society have found pockets of creativity and positivity in that world to cultivate in the world of social media but that's not the primary purpose of it no like that's so disheartening i know i'm sorry to like, no no, no. To i drop that, that but it's true bomb. though it's we spend too much time worrying about what other people are doing in their lives mm-hmm. and not focusing on our own exactly like think about if you spent half the amount of time on your phone that you did like better in yourself with a new activity you've always wanted to do right like and that's I, in my next letter, like to my future self, I'm, I put that. I'm very guilty of it. Yeah. In my current age right now. Oh, of, I am. of just sitting on the couch and scrolling. And or whether waking up first thing in the morning and checking mm-hmm. all your social media. Yep. Checking social media. And I'm also um, a scrolling through news mm-hmm. as well. And just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling on this tiny screen. Yeah. When I have literally all of New York City right. at my disposal. Right. Like people are like, oh, it's a dream to live there. There's so much to do. And I'm like, I don't do anything. anything. Right. I just sit here. On the rare occasion I go out, it's usually in my neighborhood. Yep. And got to burp again. And it's, yeah, we don't do anything. And granted, that's also because New York is expensive as hell. And stepping out of our door costs us $50. But there's so much more that we should and could be doing. Yeah. Yes. Fucking internet. All right. Um, the sense of community it creates is something we haven't been able to experience before and it allows others to find their tribe yeah, yeah. It's exa- exactly what we just said mm-hmm. you know you can connect with people and find your little tribe that helps do you are you part you, you I guess you're not on Facebook but you mm-hmm. would love this group it's um it's I don't remember the exact title but it, there's like a million and a half people in it and it's of weird things people find at thrift shops oh and I would love that it's incredible i oh. love this group because it it's the only thing that comes up on my newsfeed now because yeah. it's the only thing i click so through algorithm and you know the stuff your clicks yeah. and your cookies uh it only comes up on my facebook newsfeed and nobody else does oh. just the weirdlings facebook group and Is it's it called so, weirdlings it's, but they That's call cute. themselves weirdlings just like we call ourselves murderinos right they call themselves weirdlings i love that i think that's so sweet and i love it and there's so much good wholesome content on there yeah and so that is a people's tribe is absolutely people who they go thrifting with yes or, or things like humans of new york somebody who thought right. to tell stories through this vast thing that we have now i mean there is so much beauty in social media yes. you just have to dig through a lot of shit to find it and you have to ignore the shit you have and to that's ignore really a lot of shit that's a that that 
that's like a major that's a that's a college major that like, should be like don't read the comments like the the wreck it was it wreck it ralph where it's like yeah. don't go in the comments like yeah that whole joke comments. yeah mm-hmm. oh all right cyberbullying is real and it's awful yep mm-hmm. check Watch what you post. You can and will be stalked. That's also true. Yes. I, I have like a little on the, there's a next page of that. And mm-hmm. there are questions for you, but I can ask you like during Ooh. it. Have you ever been stalked? Yeah, absolutely. Because of um, Instagram or yeah. something. I had to, um, well, the thing is I kind of got a preview into it. I was out um, at a picnic in Central Park with a bunch of friends in the theater world. And one of them had a lot more followers than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And that person had posted and that we were in Central Park in real time and two people found us. Oh my God. To talk to this other person. And that to me, I was like, oh, I can't ever post. Nope. Where don't I'm post at. In real time. No. I don't. I always wait. I don't put, po- unless I'm like truly somewhere obscure where it's like, yeah, if you can get to this mountain in Australia in 20 minutes and catch me, then like, guess you got some dedication. But no, I don't, I don't post any of that. I try not to post things near my house. That's, yeah. Cause I'm nervous about that. Uh, yeah, I've had I've had people message me really creepy shit mm-hmm. um, and really threatening shit. And you have to kind of be like, that person's, you know, calling their bluff. But at the same time, no, you have to be really safe and you have to be really conscious of it. Yeah. I never have been physically stalked to my knowledge that I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did have once where this person accidentally tagged me in a post and I don't think they meant to tag me mm. because I looked at their profile and they had taken pictures of me and my nieces my niece and nephews and had been pretending that I was his wife and that was his children and I I I should have screenshotted it yeah but I immediately blocked him and I reported it to Instagram and you just and I just hoped that it would go away it Uh. was it was such a scary moment to think back on yeah immediately I was like this is weird and then I blocked him but now as you know like five years later I'm like that is such a violation of your privacy I had someone I've had some fans pretend to be me on Twitter uh and I'd be like guys I don't have Twitter and eventually I just like took my name Mm -hmm. and locked the profile and haven't posted anything on it because people were just pretending to be me and I was like you can't speak for me you could really fuck up my life if you say something that I don't agree with or don't do and you know I had fans ask me why don't you do any live videos and I was like because y'all are screen recording it yeah. So even though I I want this to be a one-time thing in which I can chat with you, you're making it stick around forever. And I'm not okay with that. I'm not right. giving permission to do that. Um, yeah, it's, it can be terrifying. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. And it's people, sometimes people don't realize that yeah. it's scary. Like, like I think they're, I mean, and they're harmless in 99% of the time, but the 1% that they aren't, right? you could be in danger. For sure. It's scary. Ugh. All right, last one. It creates a sort of memory book of your life and the life you've shared with those you surround yourself with. Yeah, that's true. Like, I I don't know where my childhood photos are. Right. I'm pretty sure they're at my uncle's house. Yeah. Because my mom has, like, offloaded them yeah. onto him. But so my nephew and niece will have all their memories yeah. on this data pod of yeah. Facebook or Instagram. All there. So it's all there. So... Um, there's no going through photo albums anymore. It's going right. through your Facebook feed or going yeah. through your phone feed yeah. of pictures. So it's that's really nice in that if there's a fire at your house, you're not searching for that yeah. that photo book. Whatever you're you not, decided to you're post You're not upset is... about the pictures being lost because they are on your phone. They're in the cloud. They're on your social media sites mm-hmm. and they are there forever. Totally. 
And just playing devil's advocate with that one, I, I'm so glad that I grew up in a time in which my parents couldn't post every oh, yeah, thing same. about I my mean, childhood, I mean, like same. every Absolutely. potty training story, oh whatever. Jeez. But like, I love when I see a parent that can do it respectfully. Mm-hmm. I love the parents that don't post their kids' faces because mm-hmm. I, I have a rule on my Instagram. I will never, ever, ever post a child's face, period, That's because good, there yeah. are crazy people out There's there. There's some creeps. There are pedophiles out there. There are people that would use it for very bad things. Um, and I'm like, if it's not my kid, I'm not posting it. Yeah. But if it's your kid and you're comfortable with it, that's all good. But I do wonder, between you and me, mm-hmm. when these mommy blogger kids start growing up, <gasps> what's gonna happen? Are they gonna sue their parents because for, for money, for violation of privacy, defamation, defamation? Like they, these women are making money off their children. That's true. And will they have the only w- the right to do that? The only way I feel like they could even get around. Um, not being sued by mm-hmm. said, you know, a smart child. Right. Um, is by either putting all that money in their college fund. Right. Having a trust having, set up. Having a trust set up. But these mom, these, you know, small town mommy bloggers aren't making yeah. that much money doing it, but they're yeah. still posting everything about their child anyway, just as if they were right. making millions of dollars doing right. it. Right. And like, what if your child comes to you and says, I no longer want to be on the blog? Yeah. It's just like family vloggers yeah. on YouTube. The I'm, same thing. It's exactly right. Like what happens when that kid decides that it's not fun and it's, grows up and wants a little bit of privacy? Exactly. I'm just very curious because I know that other shoe's going to drop soon as these kids start growing. And That's I'm true, very they curious. Aren't, they aren't at that age quite yet to... But in like 10 years. But are they going to then leave the house and realize that their life actually doesn't... Not, not not that it doesn't mean much, but, but that, that they don't have that, that, that constant fake gratification. Sense of gratification yeah. of following. Yep. And are they going to be lonely and feel yeah. a sense of loss? Yeah. Because they don't, they no longer have this. Or like base. embarrassment. Like, are they, could a kid run for office if his mom or her mom posted every snippet about their childhood? Yeah. Every potty training story, every tantrum they had. How is that going to affect the future? I don't know. I'm very curious about that. Oh, man. It's going to be a dumpster fire. Yes. But you are right. For people that do it correctly, all your memories are online. I love seeing pictures. Like, actually, I got a notification when I logged on to Facebook this morning that three years ago today, Dave asked me to marry him. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't have remembered that because I'm terrible with dates. (laughs) And I've missed our anniversary every single year. But... I love seeing things like that. Right. There are really sweet aspects to it. That's what I was it. thinking with the memories. Yeah. Like the, it's, it's making my memory better because yeah. it's, I'm, I had posted, oh, with, um, or like those pictures of the two of us with the, the princess bears we made in college. Yeah. Those are on those memories somewhere. And when That's that pops right. up, it, you, I have the memory of like that full day come yep. to my brain. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it's helping me snapshot my life in that I can remember small moments that Absolutely. maybe I wouldn't um, remember if I didn't have social no, media. No, we wouldn't have. We There's a lot of things we wouldn't have remembered, but in that moment we decided it was important and now it gets to stay with us yes. in a way that wasn't available to us prior to social media. Unless we printed it out and posted it in a photo album, which we would never open because right. it sat you under the coffee w- table. Once a year at Christmas when everyone's drunk. Exactly. Like, yeah. So it's, it's a good and a, a good bad. Po- yeah, it is a good and a bad. If I could take back all social media and allow us to form a different world, I think I would jump at the chance. Even with all the great things being connected to each other, 
to being connected to other humans has brought me, I do believe the negatives outweigh the positives. And this is why I hope we can find our way back to where you are now, Brooke. It may seem like a slow-moving, small world, but at least your eyes are wide open and not cast down onto a phone screen while scrolling your life away. Find a way back to then. Love, Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I think social media can be so creative and so positive and and connect people and all these other things we've said but yeah there are so many negatives that outweigh the positives and until the negatives sort themselves out yeah or the mass public starts seeing the negatives and stops believing in things like fake news and starts all that shit and the fake clickbait articles and and all that bullshit until until that works itself out I'm not the biggest fan of social media yeah you know and I don't like that it's something that I'm reliant on now. If I truly could have a flip phone, I would. <laughs> I need email for work. But if I could have just a flip phone, I'd go back to it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But we I don't know. can't. I don't know. That would be a fun experiment if Wouldn't we could it? do that. If if we could Even find, just for like two weeks. Like two weeks. If we, But you don't have to essentially go to a flip phone. We just delete every single app on our phones mm-hmm. except for text message, phone, and email. I would 200% do that with you. All right. We're shaking, shaking on, on it. it. We're going to pick a date. Yeah. And we're going to take two weeks, just the absolute necessities. Yes. Because honestly, that's all you need is and email, phone. And we can phone. log too how like if it was like I tried to sign in. Yeah. Because I've deleted stuff off my phone before and then I'll be like, I tried to sign into Instagram so out of times. reflex. Yep. Probably 50 times in an hour. Like mm-hmm. scroll, try, and you're like, oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. And then you're like, oh, right. I deleted it. Yep. I'm down for this. Okay. That sounds good. All right. And then next week we're going to talk about or. Uh, write letters to our future selves yep. about what we think needs to be done about social media mm-hmm. and uh, what we hope for in the future and what the mm-hmm. world is like. And mm-hmm. how we can develop healthy relationships with it as we move mm-hmm. into our adulthood. Because I don't think it's going to go away. No, I think it's going to get 10 times worse. Oh, yay. We're going to be like Wally. Oh, no. That's where I see us heading. Oh, no. Yeah. Until, unless we figure some shit out. We're all going to be ginormous on floating chairs. Yeah. And like having everything handed to us through those screens. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because yeah. seamless. Yep. Yeah. But hang in there, everyone. <laughs> hang in there, Joan. <laughs> hang in there, Joan. All right, friends. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you can follow us at Dear, Dear Me, Me, Love, Love Me, Me podcast. podcast on Instagram on Instagram. We'd love to chat with you. Send us a message if you have any letters you want to write to yourself mm-hmm. or topics you'd like for us to cover because I think in the future we're going to try and do almost like mini episodes where, where we will read your letters. Yeah. So if you have any. And they can be about random things. They don't anything. even have to be about um, deep stuff. No. It can be what you wish you would have known before going to summer camp. Right. What you wish you would have known before having a dog. What you it's, wish would have known before you tried bangs and realized it was not, not for, for you. you. <laughs> they can be anything. We've all done that. My sixth grade picture, I look like Stuart Little, like the kid from Stuart Little. Oh, I wish no. I, I decided to get a really short cut. <gasps> I have a very round face. It didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. But yeah, send us whatever. Yeah. So you can send those to dear me, love me podcast at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, we will read them and we will hopefully, you know, read them on here. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Dear listener, support for this podcast comes from you just for taking a chance on a new podcast. If you would like, go to our Patreon page as long as I can get it set up on time. Have a suggestion for a letter or do you want to write one yourself? Email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. All Dear Me, Love Me art is created by Julie Eccles. Thank you, Julie. 
Music is composed and produced by Connor Simpson. Follow us on all the gross social media sites you have. Instagram at Dear Me Love Me Podcast, Twitter at DMLM Podcast, and you can find us on Facebook too. Thanks for listening. Love us.